is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Bendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, what up? It is uh, Thursday, and a happy Thursday to you. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Big show today. That's what she said with Nicole Rigoni coming up. Also, your uh, daily COVID update. And because of COVID, some uh, stuff not happening this weekend, so I'll update you on that. And Montana entering a not good thing when it comes to uh, COVID. But when we, uh, you know, we also have on this day in history and a whole lot more. But she was patient yesterday, and as were you, for uh, the big crash we had yesterday. Um, but I want to welcome in our first guest on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. She is a college rodeo champ. She's a national, or she's a high school rodeo champ. She just does a little bit of everything. Her name is Paige Rasmussen, and Paige, welcome. You and I have not got to uh, chat a whole lot because you were always in high school and busy doing sports, but I appreciate you uh, joining us today. Yes, thank you for having me. It's been a while. It has been a while. How are things going? Things are going well. I'm actually on my way to college practice right now. We're in the middle of our college radio season. We've been pretty busy, actually. You have been busy, and you've been very successful. All-around champ at the uh, first rodeo in Cody a couple weeks ago, um, winning an event last week. Didn't you win the uh, Go Time last week? I did. I was the Go Time champion last week at Dillon, and uh, our first rodeo in Cody did go very well for me, so I've been fortunate. You've had a very good um, first year plus of college rodeo. Last year, you win the, uh, the the goat tying championship, despite the fact that half the season was canceled, as we know. Um, but a very very nice uh, beginning to your college career for sure, hasn't it been? It has. It's been really good, and it was disappointing last year to get cut short on our season. But we were just happy to be back at it this fall. We're very fortunate to have our college rodeo season since most sports have been canceled. So just to get out there and be able to do it is such a blessing. Paige Rasmussen joining us here, Jason Walker Show, the younger of the two sisters. And we'll talk about you and your sister here in a second. Um, and not in a way that I know you're, you, you get tired of hearing about your sister, I'm sure, but uh, we'll talk. I, I have something to ask you, um, cause you guys have done something really cool the last couple weekends and I want to talk, talk about it. But Paige Rasmussen joining us, the uh, Montana State Rodeo uh, champion. Um, you were the champ last year. How frustrating not to have that spring season, not to get to go to that CNFR and compete for a, a national championship last year, was it? It was very disappointing because I 
had a goal to not only qualify for the CNFR, but one of my main goals was actually to win the nation. And just to not even get the opportunity was very frustrating. But I think now it's pushing me even harder this season to qualify again and even come back stronger. Paige Rasmussen joining us, Jason Walker Show. Um, like I said, high school champ, college champ. Uh, you spent most of the summer out in eastern Washington uh, on your boyfriend's family ranch. How was that? That was a new experience for me. I got to help lamb out 1,800 lambs. Wow. And uh, it was it was quite an experience, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I got to practice rodeo the whole time I was there while working all day, and it was just being able to experience new people and new areas and new um, experiences within the lambing and the calving, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's different, isn't it, than uh, just your everyday hanging out? I mean, you actually, like you said, you're helping out with the the, uh, the lambing. Was that How much different was it than calving season? It was extremely different. You know, we, we had to monitor the lambs all day and most of the night because they just they need help lambing more so than than cows do when they calve so we were out there pulling lambs uh we performed a c-section on a ewe and it was just really hands-on the whole time how do you do a c-section on a on a lamb or on a ewe oh it was really uh we had three people there helping we cut the lamb we cut open and then she actually had triplets and so we had all the help we could get pulling the the lambs out and uh, resurrecting them if you will that is crazy and triplets are rare too right yeah they're pretty rare twins are pretty common but triplets is pretty rare for them uh Paige rasmussen joining us here jason walker show uh you guys uh you compete in all three events. Obviously, goat tying is your favorite. You did a camp over the summer um, teaching how to goat tie. Um, how was that? How, how did that go? And, and what all went behind putting that together? Yeah, we had a great turnout for that clinic. Um, there were a lot of people helping me. Most of my mom helped me put it on. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously have a lot of goats, so I provided. And um, we put it on at the WB Ranch in Belgrade, and we got a great turnout. And I really love putting on these schools because not only do I love helping girls get motivated to become better at goat time, but it helps me so much because if I'm watching them and picking out things that I can help with, it really makes me pay attention to what I'm doing. That is interesting. I like that. Uh, Paige Rasmussen joining us here Jason Walker Show. Um, I wanted to bring up something real quick with your, you and your sister. So Cody, the first college rodeo of the year, and then again at the uh, PBR event that weekend. So I think September 12th and 13th, so you were in, in Cody. You left the college rodeo, got to Billings, and had a chance to sing the national anthem. Um, you guys have been doing this a while. You both sound just amazing together. What's it like standing next to uh, your sister singing this? You know, we, we kind of grew up singing together. We did grow up singing together. Music's kind of a family affair. And so I feel so comfortable singing with her because I've been doing it for so long. And so I think when we do get in front of a big audience singing together, we just make each other better. We bring out the best in each other. And so it was just really a fun experience. And I hope we get to do it more. Who sings lead and who harmonizes? 
I sing lead and Shelby harmonizes. Wow. Uh, the younger sister gets to sing lead. I like that. <laughs> I trust her more to hold the harmony. <laughs> oh, okay. I like, I like that, too. Uh, Paige Rasmussen joining us here, Jason Walker Show. You, we know your dad, Flint, is a, is a pretty good singer. He sings the anthem at times. Um, your uncle Will's a singer, too. Who's the best singer in the family? Well, I'm not going to say myself. Well, but, uh, you can. Probably my Probably my dad. He he did choir and theater, and so he's really instilled that in us. Um, you guys have such a great family. How's your mom doing? My mom is actually doing very well. She's been training a lot of young horses, um, really keeping herself busy with some outside horses, as well as coming to all the college rodeos to cheer us on. That is awesome. Um because uh, I know she was sick and has been sick, so I just uh, I love your your mom. She is fantastic, and she does such a great job training uh, training horses. Um, I always I know you guys have had with Dave and Pete. So who, who would what are you on now? What are you riding horse wise? Right now, um, in the barrel racing, I'm on a horse that my mom trained. His name is Felix. He's seven right now, and he's really just doing awesome. Um, my sister's on another horse that my mom trained, Lucy, and they're head head to head. Like they go one and two a lot, mm-hmm. so it's been fun. All of the horses we ride, we've trained, and that just makes it a lot better. Has Dave been retired? Dave is retired. He's still running the ranch, but he's retired. And it, what about Pete? Shelby still ropes on Pete. Yeah. Oh, okay. On uh, and then what are your what's your goat tying horse, and what do you rope on? I rope on a little horse that my sister and I have worked together um, to train. His name is Chester, and um, I'm goat tying on my main man, Eminem, but I also trained Felix to be a goat tying horse. So right now I kind of have two good ones that I I have a backup, but right now I'm on Eminem. Are you traveling with your sister? Yep, we travel together to all the rodeos. Okay, because she's going to be on tomorrow. So are you going to be driving while I talk to her when, when I do the interview with her tomorrow? Yep, I'll probably be the designated driver there. Because that would be the safest route, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, why Why is goat tying your favorite? Goat tying is my favorite because I did track in high school, mm. and so I love I love being an athlete. And goat tying is the one event in rodeo where you can control ninety percent of it. It's all you and. It's all about hard work. Whoever works the hardest, you know, you got to put in the time away from the arena, working out, being in the gym, and then you also have to work your mental game. And I just like that it's a physical event. That's a great answer. Tell me what it's like to jump off a horse at 25 miles per hour. That is my favorite part. Really? <laughs> um, the adrenaline is crazy. I think I'm an adrenaline junkie, and that's why I like it so much. But track. Doing track in high school it definitely helps me because now I can go as fast as I want and get off and still be in control. Uh, you were one heck of a, a track athlete both at Shoto or at Shoto, and then when you transferred to Belgrade. Um, why did you? Because you stopped track your senior year, is that right? To focus on rodeo. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, but why track? Was it just be something to do to keep stay in shape? You know, I actually grew up doing track, and I loved track. Um, it was difficult for me because I had 
some health issues and I got shin splints pretty bad. And so I, as much as I loved track, it was hard on me to keep doing it. And rodeo is a little easier on my body. Um, as far as maintaining the shin splints and things like that, I still am in the gym every day, um, staying in good shape, but I no longer, uh, am very competitive. Except in, in rodeo. Exactly. I'm a very competitive person, naturally. <laughs> All right, so seeing as how we're interviewing your sister tomorrow, I need to have some good dirt. Give me something that not many people know about Shelby Rasmussen. Hmm, that's, that's a tough one. She's a pretty open book. <laughs> um, you know, she has a lazy eye. Really? She does. Yep, she has a miswired eye. I'm going to have to ask her. Okay, i got to ask her about that tomorrow. Um, what else should I ask her tomorrow? You probably should ask her how much she loves to go tie. She doesn't like it, does she? She really doesn't like it that much. <laughs> hey, if you guys, Paige, were, because um, I know you, you both like to team rope and you're both really good ropers, we, can we team up? Can you guys team rope together? We could, but I think there would be a lot of fighting involved. <laughs> oh, really? Between you two? So who's the header and who's the healer? I'm a healer. Shelby's a very, very good header. She's probably the best female header on our team. And I can't say team roping's my favorite event, so I don't work as hard <laughs> at it as she does. <laughs> so team roping is her go is your goat tying for her, though. So yes, I exactly. Gotcha. Hey, uh, what's it like working with the Bulliches? They're great. Tracy is like our mom. I go to her when I am having any sort of trouble. And Andy is so approachable with anything you need. He's there to help, and he's such a great communicator. It just makes rodeoing for them so much fun. Uh, obviously, we know why you chose MSU. It's a family tradition, but um, because our rodeo team's really good as well. Um, your women have a chance to win a national championship this coming uh, June uh, what do you guys have to do the rest of the fall and into the spring? We mostly just have to do our part and work hard, even outside of practice. Um, we don't practice in the winter, but it's up to us to keep up our part um, year-round. Mm -hmm. So if we can all just keep our mental game in check and make sure we're doing what we can to be our best, it all comes together as a team. I, uh, I appreciate you joining us. I look forward to uh, sharing some secrets about you tomorrow with your sister, Shelby. Um, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Keep up the good work. You're going to be a four-time champ in college uh, on the uh, Big Sky region for sure in goat tying and a chance to win some national championships as well. Appreciate it. Have fun at practice, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you down the road. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. That is uh, Paige Rasmussen joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. We'll talk to Shelby tomorrow. Uh, what a great family. I just love the Rasmussens. Um, so there you go. College Rodeo tomorrow at Glendive uh, this weekend, tomorrow and uh, Saturday. So uh, we'll talk to Shelby tomorrow. When we return here, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center, we'll talk Nicole Rigoni. It is That's What She Said Thursday, and we're coming back to her Next, Jason Walker Show. Hang on.
New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show on a Thursday, presented by Capital Collision Center. And uh, on this day in history coming up, big thanks to Paige Rasmussen for joining us earlier, talking about the little MSU Rodeo and Bobcat Rodeo and College Rodeo. She's so good. And was a great athlete, just general, that showed up. And uh, doing awesome in her second year at uh, Montana State. Tomorrow we'll talk to her sister Shelby about rodeo. And share some secrets there, too. It is Thursday, and that means it is uh, time for uh, On This Day in History, which is coming up. That's actually not at all what I was going to say, but it is time for, wow, it's almost like I've been doing this job for a while. Uh, it's time for That's What She Said, and it is brought to you by Dinners Done Right. And joining us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, our good friend, Nicole Ragoni. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Jason? I am great. I appreciate you coming back uh, every week. And uh, next week, by the way, we should say uh, you'll be on Wednesday and then back to our normal Thursdays after that. Yes. Because <laughs> you, you get to take vacations now that uh, there's nothing to cover, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm heading out of town to visit a friend for their birthday. Very so. nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Give us our Italian dish of the week. Okay, so it's tiramisu, 
Ooh. And I've never actually made it before, but I know it's combined with ladyfingers, some cinnamon, some coffee, and uh, mascarpone cheese. Oh, okay. I want to say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you ever get an opportunity to go to a restaurant, an Italian restaurant, and they have tiramisu on the menu, it'll probably be pretty good. It ranges between – some people like it super fluffy, fluffy. Some people like it kind of cake-like. <laughs> so it kind of depends on <laughs> the way you like it. So – Try it out. I don't know if I've actually ever had had it. Oh, well, okay. Wherever your nearest (laughs) Italian restaurant is, you should definitely try it. Oh, man. Very good. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Nicole Riccone joining us here. Jason Walker Show. Um, All right. Let's recap the games last week. So, starting off last Thursday in Cleveland, Cincinnati headed to Cleveland, and they lost. Um, So... Here we are. Yep. I didn't think that was going to happen. Nor did I. 5 to 30. <laughs> Joe Burrow in his first primetime game, and the Bengals are now 0 and 2, and the Browns are 1 and 1. Um, Burrow continued to show us, though, that he's a really good quarterback with 316 passing yards. I thought it was really impressive. Um, and it's a by far a rebuilding year for the Cincinnati Bengals. It's not just that they're going to go out there and win a bunch of games. They have a young quarterback, so the offense mm. is changing all the time. But the Browns, technically on paper, should have won that game. I had a little bit more faith in Joe Burrow, but that's okay. So did I. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, exactly, exactly. So another reason for that loss was the offensive line was kind of a disaster, and they couldn't get the running game going. Between Joe uh, Mixon and Giovanni Bernard, they only combined for 49 rushing yards, and you're just not going to win a football game like that if you don't have any running game at all. So moving on to Sunday's games, um, the Falcons went to Dallas, and Dallas somehow pulled it off 40-39. Did you watch this game, Jason? I didn't. I saw the highlight of the onside kick, and as a Cowboys fan, I was like, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, before half, the Falcons were up 29-10, to and so I was ready to just turn off the television and be like, I'm done with this game. Obviously, the Cowboys are losing. And one of the key plays that would have made the Atlanta Falcons potentially win this game was in the third quarter, Julio Jones dropped a perfect pass from um, Russell Gage, <laughs> and it would have been a touchdown. So here we are. Dallas, in the second half, scored five of the team's six possessions, and in the last ten seconds, Greg Leg performed a miracle with a 46-yard field goal. So Dallas ended up winning 40-39. to 39. But let's go back, Nicole, to that onside kick. It was a weird... The, the way that it, the way it was kicked, it was it was placed like on. I mean, there there was no tee, there was no you know, you see different kinds, but this was the weirdest one I've seen, and it's something that Dallas said that they've practiced the last couple of Saturdays two or three times each each day or each practice on Saturdays, just in anticipation of that moment, and it worked clearly. Well, I think that's pretty lucky of them. To- <laughs> can practice that kick, actually, and then having to use it the next weekend. I mean, right. what are the chances? Right, yep. Um, all right, you have the uh, next game. Yep, Rams headed to Philadelphia and came out on top, 37-19. to I was pretty shocked that the Rams kind of laid the smackdown on Philadelphia. 
Um, but Goff looked solid with 267 passing yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. Carson Wentz threw for 242 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. So he didn't really have the best night. And the Eagles could not stop the running game um, from the Rams, allowing the most rushing yards since 2016. Mm. So... Um. Yeah, big night for the Rams. <laughs> it definitely was. Uh, what else you got? Uh, the Chiefs are the Chiefs went to the city of Angels mm. and barely beat the Chargers in overtime, twenty-three to twenty. Now, even though the Chiefs won, that wasn't the biggest storyline. Um, Justin Herbert was now the former University of Oregon quarterback got his first. First and then the reason why and he got his first NFL start was because the LA one of the LA Chargers team doctors actually punctured a lung of Tyrod Taylor and he already had a breathing issue. What ended up happening was he had a cracked rib. They were injecting a painkiller injection and it just went wrong. So Justin Herbert stepped in and absolutely did a great job as a rookie right out of the gates, just having probably not a lot of time to prepare for that game. And he threw for 311 yards and one rushing touchdown. And he is the third quarterback to have over 300 yards in um, their first NFL debut. So almost had Patrick Mahomes was close, very close. (laughs) Uh, Hey, uh, tidbit for you, factoid, uh, Justin's brother, Mitch Herbert, played wide receiver at Montana State. Wow, football family. Yep, and uh, that's just, it's weird since I've met you, all these Montana and Oregon connections. Uh, Yeah, well, they are technically kind of close, so it makes sense a little bit. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, what else we got? Okay, the last game I have for you is um, Baltimore at Houston. Baltimore won 33-16. A little bit of a slaughter. I wasn't expecting that to be the score. Baltimore won its 14th straight regular season game. Lamar just had a modest night for him, only 204 (laughs) passing yards and one (laughs) touchdown. But the running game was really what got the W. The offense was well spread out between Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, Jackson, and rookie J.K. Dobbins. So between the four of them, they ran for 230 yards Mm. with 37 carries. All right, so we both yeah, went four and two. All righty. Yep, so you still lead by a game. Wait, You've... we didn't talk about New England. Oh, you said it was the last game. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I did. I'm sorry. I, that's my fault. No, go ahead. <laughs> so New England, okay, New England went to Seattle, and they lost. Hooray. Which is great. Um, yeah, it's the 35 to 30, and now Cam... Everybody in America on that last drive knew that Cam was going to run the ball, right? Yep. Did you watch it? Did you see any no. plays or anything? No, nope, I did not. Okay, well, seriously, the play could have been designed so much better because, I mean, as a fan even, not, never having played football, just really I just love the game. I mean, I knew Cam was going to run the ball. There was just no deception whatsoever. So maybe they could have designed a better play for him to run the ball. I don't know. Just needed to jam it in there, but the Seahawks stopped them, stopped him at their uh, one-yard line, and Cam had 397 yards, 47 rushing yards, and two touchdowns. So he did a really good job, and on paper, it looks like they should have won, but Seahawks 
held him back. Was okay. Let me ask you this: Was Belichick trying to prove a point to Pete Carroll? Like, if if you've got a great run game, you should probably use it down close instead of trying to throw it. Like, yeah, in probably. The, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. You're bringing up the Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm just as I'm just saying. Uh, and by the way, uh, thoughts are with Bill Belichick. His mom passed away last week, and what of what of a hard week. I couldn't imagine. Um, what he went through, and then you know, going across the country to coach in a in a big time football game. Yeah, uh, definitely thoughts are with him. Yep. It's never easy to have anybody pass away, let alone your mom. So. No, no, I could not imagine that. Uh, Nicole Ragoni on our guest here. It is uh, the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. That's what she said. All right. So as I was saying, we both went four and two. Uh, we both lost Cincinnati. I lost the Texans, and you had the Ravens, and then I had the Raiders, and you had the Saints, so we tied. Dang it. Well, who's in the lead? Who's completely in the lead? You How does it go? You still are by a game, because we you had a game on week one. One game? Yeah, so you're 15-7 and seven overall right now. I'm 14-8. and eight. All right, All right. Well, <laughs> we, got, we got six games this week. Yes, and before we pick those, give me an update on the air quality out there because um, it hasn't been as smoky here in Montana in the last week, which is great. How's it out there? So it started to clear up last Friday. You could tell the air quality was getting better. Saturday, I think, was really the turning point here in Portland. Um, the rain started to come. We had a lightning storm, which I'm never, like, one to ha- want to have a lightning storm right. or thunder or anything. But it brought the rain, <laughs> and it cleared out a ton of the smoke. And the one thing about having rain, though, with that terrible of air quality is that the rain is actually really toxic. So if you're outside not wearing a jacket, not protecting your skin, all that pollution can get into your pores. Mm. So that was something that um, was pretty interesting to read about but uh yeah it's a lot better you can go outside and breathe we aren't stuck in our houses closing all of our windows and making sure that we at least have air in the house that is decent quality sure i'm just i'm just happy to be able to go walk outside to go run and just do normal activities and not feel like i need to be inside i'm not even kidding you jason it was worse than quarantine that week of fires and smoke in the air it's just you woke up with fatigue you never felt good you had a headache, but not a normal headache because the headache was more on top of your head than it was anywhere else, and it just was terrible. You know, it's, never want that to happen again. And no, you know, it's that's what she said when we're talking about pores and skin pores <laughs> on the Jason Walker show. Not pores of beer, skin pores, my friends. <laughs> skin pores. Um, Can't walk outside in that. That is no, apparently not. Uh, so, what do you recommend for your pores on your face in a uh, polluted environment? Well, SPF, definitely SPF, which is. Uh, I mean, we're if we're gonna go down the skincare lane, I am like the expert in that. Even though I don't have the best skin, I've been struggling with more of, like, dietary things, like if I'm allergic to gluten or dairy, whatever that is. But if we want to talk product, holy moly, I got a lot for you. So what are your skincare concerns, Jason? Oh, my gosh. I have dry skin. I I just, it doesn't matter. My beard, it flakes. um, And I I probably need a good beard oil. Can you recommend one of those? 
Okay, well, I can't recommend a beard oil because the beard oil, the last beard oil I bought was for an ex-boyfriend, and it was in Coeur d'Alene at this cute, um, all-natural, like, deodorant, beard oil, soap store. I, I'm sure. Have you been to Coeur d'Alene, downtown Coeur d'Alene? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure you probably walked by it because it's in that like long strip kind of near the resort okay but that place had a really good beard oil i don't know one like on the market that's like in the grocery stores or just okay. in general men's skin care but i will give you a moisturizer oh okay so a very good affordable moisturizer is cerave it won't clog your pores it'll just be a lightweight moisturizer that you can put on after you shave it'll like calm down the redness and everything that happens nice. with males so i even use it too so you have to ask your wife. Tell your wife, I need to get CeraVe. CeraVe. <laughs> Where do okay. I get it? I got gotcha. you. Um, I also have an issue with my T-zone. Ever since I worked in television and had to wear makeup, I've had my, my T-zone of my forehead down to the nose. Um, not all the time, like, super oily. This is disgusting. But um, what helps with that besides washing? Because, I, you know, I can wash three times a day, and it still is a little bit oily. You can't see it. It's just there. Well, do you wash off your makeup? Well, I have it since, uh, well, yes, but I haven't worn makeup since 2006. But ever since then, I've had an issue with my T-zone. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. Honestly, you probably, and seriously, take this seriously. I'm, I'm, don't, don't I'm laugh. I'm listening. I'm listening. You probably will. <gasps> you probably need to go uh, get a facial and have them, like, extract your Pores and tell mm. them I want extractions. I really want to get underneath the surface. I like it. And they'll steam out your pores and they'll like extract your face. And then they do some other fun things like moisturize and all that kind of stuff. But that would help kind of get rid of some of that residue that's probably left in your skin. Like I really have to make sure whenever, even for this show, I have to really make sure I'm getting off all my makeup because my skin can get textured and kind of hang on to it. Oh. Um. So yeah. Gotcha. There's there's some skincare. I like it. I like you tune in for that's what she said. You get a little bit of it. You get Italian recipes. You get NFL picks. You get skincare. Uh, Nicole Riccoli, our guest here, Jason Walker show. All right, what's our picks for this week? Okay, we got six picks. Okay, first one. I, I you know what? But hold on. The Thursday game. Hold on before you do this. I okay. like the name. I like what you just did because um, it's it's we're picking six like a pick six in the NFL. Pick six. I like yeah, it. Pick six. You're smart. Okay. So smart. So intelligent. <laughs> okay, go. Um, so pick six. We aren't doing the Thursday game because I didn't think the Miami versus Jacksonville game was going to be anything crazy. I think Jacksonville is going to win it. So okay. go Gardner Minshew, former Coop. Oh, yeah. Okay. By the way, terrible mustache. <laughs> okay, it's a crowd pleaser. I, yes, it is, but I don't like it. Maybe I just because I can't grow it. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So Sunday, um, Cincinnati goes to Philly. Cincinnati's 0-2. Philly's 0-2. I think that's just going to be an interesting game. Carson Wentz is probably feeling a ton of pressure. And Joe Burrow, I mean, he's looking for his first NFL win. So he probably is a little fired up and thinking that we might be able to actually get this one. I'm sure he thought that against the Browns, too. Well, yeah. But... I am picking Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh, I'm going to pick Philly. All right. Finally, we disagree. I know. <laughs> All right, what's next? 
Okay, Rams in Buffalo. We have the Rams who are starting to kind of look like the 2018 Rams, getting a little bit of magic back. And then we have a young quarterback with Josh Allen who is leading the league with 729 passing yards, six touchdowns, and no interceptions, Jason. So who are you picking? I'm going to go, well, it's interesting. Um, Aaron Donald told, uh, put out a, a message to Josh Allen, basically said, bring your big boy pants type thing. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going with the Rams as well. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, that's going to be a good matchup, though. I like that matchup. Right. I think it's going to be a good matchup, too. And, it honestly, it is two young quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff has some seniority for sure, and Jason – or Jason – Josh Allen is uh, going to – it's in his second year, so I'm, I'm really excited about that one. Yep. All right, Raiders at New England. Now, the Raiders are coming off of a huge win against the Saints. Did you ever see that coming? Um, yeah, I picked the Raiders. Did you pick the Raiders? I did. I told you, yeah, you picked the Saints. And Drew Brees is getting all the all the flack. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I like the matchup, though. I, I really like this because I, I don't want to pick New England, um, but I really don't like either team. Um, but I think uh, you're going to make me pick first on this one, huh? I think the Raiders yeah. will win in New England because they've got they've got the confidence – um, there's a little there's a little reeling right now going on in New England. I'm going with the Raiders on the road. Oh, that's a good one. So I'm not. <laughs> I'm picking. <laughs> I'm picking New England, and for the opposite reason, I think the Raiders are going to be like a little hungover from that win against uh, the Saints. That's a really really big win, and on top of it. They won in their brand-new stadium, mm-hmm. the Allegiant Stadium, which looks like something out of a sci-fi right. movie, yep. like the battleship. <laughs> uh, totally. Or like the headquarters of where all the aliens hang out. Um, <laughs> yes, it's the mothership from um, Independence Day. You've never seen Independence Day? So, I don't – is it sci-fi? No. Well, kind of. It's Will Smith. It's from, like, 1997. How have you not seen well, it? Jason, I was born in 1996, so give me a break. <laughs> yeah, but it's on TV all the time. <laughs> yes. Oh. When I watch TV, normally I'm watching sports. Or wow. The Real Housewives. I you, watch okay. all the Real Housewives. You ha- oh, stop. You have to watch Independence Day. It's a great, great classic movie. Will Smith, right. he's funny. Well, he's a pilot. I'll add it to the list. All right. I'll add it to- he's a pirate? Pilot. Pilot, like he flies fighter jets for the uh, U.S. <laughs> I thought you said he was a pirate. No, that's Johnny. You're thinking Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, <laughs> okay, at least I know that's Johnny Depp. Come on. And, and, which I've never seen Pirates of the Caribbean, so any of them. Okay. Yeah. Do you even like the, like, do you, that was a huge movie, Jason. I know all of them were, but I'm not a Johnny Depp fan. Oh, okay. okay. Especially with, like, kind of what's coming out in the media these days about him. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Everything, yeah. All right. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Anyways. You need to watch Independence Day, but go ahead. Okay. So I, I'm picking New England. Okay. Um, and we are moving on to the next game. This is the fourth game. Packers go to the Big Easy, take on the Saints. Ooh. Packers 2-0, and Saints 1-1. and 
two old man quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They both are legends, Aaron Rodgers with the Packers mm-hmm. and Drew Brees with the Saints. Saints are favored, but I'm picking the Packers. Really? Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers, is he still with Danica Patrick or did they break up? They broke up. I read an article about okay. that. Um, so he can't he can't stay with with good women. Um, she was a great interview, by the way. I got to interview her back in 2005. She was cool. Oh. I uh, I have some ex two of my ex friends, and I mean that are Packer fans, and I I don't talk to either one of these dudes anymore, thankfully. But so I'm not a Packers. My dad's a Packers fan because the first game he ever saw on television was the famous Ice Bowl where the Packers beat Dallas. But I'm uh, who are they playing? The Saints. Oh, the Saints. I'm going to go with Drew Brees is going to bounce back. I'm going with the Saints. Okay. We actually have like a legit bet going on right now. I know. I know. Three out of four so far are different. I like it. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right. Let's, okay, uh, game so five. Next, game five. Cowboys are going to Seattle. Cowboys one Ooh. and one. Seattle two and oh. Hawks, in my opinion, are winning this game. And here, here's why. Dak Prescott, by far, has the better offensive line, the better defense, the better weapons. And Seattle doesn't have really any of that. Especially <laughs> Seattle has allowed the most passing yards in the whole league. So I still think Seattle's going to win just based off of the fact that Russell Wilson is way better than Dak Prescott. Let's hold off on way better. Come on, Dak okay. has put up some great numbers, and without before he got Amari Cooper, he didn't have a lot of talent on the outside with him. Um, he's got Ezekiel, but he you know Ezekiel, who knows what game is going to show up? But I don't know if he's that much better than Dak. I do. I I have full faith in Russell. I'm on the Russell train. All right, I'm he picking is my Dallas. Quarterback in the NFL. I'm picking Dallas because you're down on my boy Dak. Okay, all right. I didn't know you were such a big Dak Prescott fan. I'm going to defend him right now. Gee, yeah. no. <laughs> so that's four out of five. We're different now. Okay, last game. Monday Night Football. Chiefs going to Baltimore. This is such a Ooh. huge game. 2-0 and Chiefs, 2-0 and Ravens. Both phenomenal quarterbacks. Both have great teams. It's a primetime game. Lots. A lot of pressure on line here. Who do you think is going to win, Jason? Oh, I like this matchup. Baltimore is always traditionally good defensive, Ali. Um, but then you look at Lamar, you look at Patrick, um, two dynamic quarterbacks. Ooh, on the road, I got to go with the Chiefs. I just feel it. There, there's just there. There's not been a Super Bowl hangover yet. All right. I am going to go Baltimore. Mm, okay. Just to make things interesting, because I chose the Chiefs. Oh, <laughs> but I didn't can... really care which one I was. <laughs> you can still choose the, your Chiefs if you want. I just like the way they've played. They haven't had that. I want to make it interesting. Okay. Well, they haven't had the Super Bowl hangover yet, and you know, like a lot of teams sometimes have. And we see it in, in the NBA. We see it in all major sports. Just that hangover of winning a championship, and Kansas City's come out like it's last year, and they're still playing great football. 
Yeah, they are. And, you know, speaking of Super Bowl hangover, the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo's out, so it'll be interesting to see what their game looks like this week against the Giants. So. How about all those injuries There's last a hangover week. for you. Yeah, and all the oh injuries. Oh, my gosh. Man. It was like every every, every time I turned on Twitter, like every 30 seconds, there was an update with somebody getting hurt. So nuts. Totally. Totally. Um, let's see. I've got your... Okay, well, that's all I got for you. No, we're supposed Based to get... Oh, no. Games. You need to give us an update on Pac-12 football before I let you go because it looks like they're going to follow suit and you know play follow the Big Ten again. And uh, I know they're voting today, it sounds like, to play by... Maybe November 7th? Okay, well, I was going to get there. I okay, wasn't okay. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got on the Pac 12? Okay, so the Pac 12 CEOs are meeting today over Zoom to just discuss the vote at 3 p.m. So that's already taken place, and it's going on right now. Um, but the vote for football is actually going, the actual official vote is going on at 5 p.m. They're going to discuss whether or not they're going to play in 2020, and if they do, when will they start? And if it's going to be Halloween weekend, maybe November 7th, the athletes will continue to stay on scholarship whether they are playing or opting out of season, and the eligibility doesn't change no matter what. So part of the reason why Pac-12 is going to be potentially having a season is because of QDEL's rapid results test. Now, they will the turnaround time on this test is one day, and it will limit contract tracing, it will limit quarantines, and it also will help players to stay on the field and also get off the field as soon as they're potentially infected with COVID. Um, another update with the what's going on kind of in the Pac-12 conference is California health officials are committed to expanding the meeting group. Remember last week it was 12. Well, now right. it's going to get expanded. The actual number hasn't come out yet to what that will be, but they are going to try to make it workable for football. And Colorado, this is interesting. So Colorado decides to get a little crazy. Um, well, Boulder County is go uh, yeah. No, go ahead. Uh, Boulder County issued um, ha- a complete halt on all college-age residents, and that also applies to – uh, the Colorado Buffs football team and all athletics as well, they are unable to practice for two weeks and they can't work out. And that's due to an outbreak in COVID in Boulder, Colorado. So it's interesting what's going on with the Pac-12. Um, some things are starting to line up now. We have another fire to put out in Boulder. So it'll be interesting to see what happens today um, when we find out whether or not Pac-12 football will be playing. And it's, it's just football or is volleyball officially moved to the spring no matter what? Volleyball is officially moved to the spring. They're planning on starting in January, and I think it's going to be more of a condensed season. It's not going to be a full-blown, you know, 24 games in a preseason. I mean, I don't think anybody's having a normal season this well, year with true. a preseason. <laughs> That's crazy talk. Right? <laughs> um, but uh, there will be a national championship uh, for volleyball as well in the spring. You know, so we'll see where everything ends up going, uh, but football is the major thing on Pac-12's radar. So that vote is 5 o'clock Pacific time tonight? 5 o'clock Pacific time. Okay, so yep. uh, we'll be off the air by then, but we'll uh, keep an eye on the Twitter. Um, it's weird when you look at the Pac-12. I think they should change their name. i got to think of a good name, but um, there's a lot of th- – there's a certain thing that's legal in some of the states – 
Colorado, Oregon, Washington, I think California. Most of these uh, states where the Pac-12 plays, um, pot's legal. And so some of these weird decisions, I'm just trying to throw something together here to make an attempt at, at humor, but um, it's not working, obviously. Um, but they really need to name the Pac-12 because if, if pot's legal in all these states that, that the Pac-12 plays in, you see where I'm going with this? Never mind. No, I'm not actually following. I don't, I don't either. I don't know why we would change the name on Pac-12 because weed is legal in certain states. Oh, my goodness. Is it, is you, it, did, you didn't land that one for me, Jason. I didn't, know. It sounded better in my head when I thought about Boulder and Colorado. and Anyway, um, and they're still not playing high school football in Oregon, correct? They are not playing high school football in Oregon, and that is another thing that could be moved to the spring as well. They're planning on having it moved to the spring along with high school volleyball as well. I mean, kids are not going to school. The schools are not even open in the state of Oregon. We are full mass everywhere. So mm-hmm. everybody, when you step out of your house and you're going to a public location, you better be wearing your mask. Um, so we're pretty much in lockdown over here. You can, and I think the bars close at around 10 p.m. as well. So that's the latest. It, any restaurant can be open. Wow. Uh, because COVID only comes out after 10, I'm, I'm told, um, at least in the bars. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nightclubs are, bars and nightclubs are taking a big hit. <laughs> they definitely are. And I feel, I have a lot of friends that work in that industry um, in different states, and it's it's terrible for them. It's just absolutely horrendous. I wish I, you know, you wish you could help out, but you can't go. So, there we go. Um, all right. So, next week, it's Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday next week. Okay. Um, all right. Mark what, your calendars. I already I had to change it. What's your um, before I forget? What's your uh, stupid quote of the day or sports right. quote of the day? This Whatever. One, this one. This one's pretty silly. Okay. This is a book, by the way. It's truly stupid sports quotes. I like it. Nice hey, visual. It's old school. Super old school. <laughs> yep. Um. It's. Chapter 8, <laughs> Bodily Functions. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay, so I just thought this was funny. You know, TV world, commercials, things like that happen. So some guy wanted me to run on a treadmill with bottles hooked up to my arms. They were going to put it in a perfume. commercial opportunity he rejected. Wow. What do you think of that? Nice. Nice. Um, that reminds me of that reminds me of um, who's was it Michael Jackson's sweat or somebody's sweat that they were selling one time. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember sweat being sold, but I feel like there's some creeps out there that would totally like it. I mean, yes. heat picks are a thing. Yes, it's so weird. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow has candles that are weird um, as well, and she's just goofy as it is. Um, all right, so next Wednesday. What were, wait, what were the candles? I can't remember that story. What Gwen, were the candles? Gwyneth Paltrow's candles? Yeah. Um, I, well, it's a podcast, so I guess it doesn't matter. Um, they, it, <laughs> it smells like a certain, she says it smells like a certain body part of hers. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. I don't even. She I has, don't even know about the candles anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I was trying to. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just have to self edit, Jason. Uh, but 
Yeah, no, I've, and I've talked about these on the show before. It's disgusting. And she was on Jimmy or one of the late night shows promoting Jimmy Kimmel. She was promoting them. And she sells it like videos with Goodness. her kids. Yeah, you have to Google it. Or don't. Don't Google it. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to Google it. I don't want to give any attention <laughs> to that kind of candle. I'm very much more of a pumpkin spice candle. Oh, you're pumpkin waffles. Are you a pumpkin spice girl? I am a pumpkin spice girl. Oh, Nicole. Till the day Nicole, I die, Nicole. Nicole. No. Okay. Um. How can you not like pumpkin spice? I don't know why everybody hates on it. It's like, it actually is good. Like, if you don't like pumpkin pie, I understand. It, like, if you literally don't like pumpkin pie, but if you eat pumpkin pie, like, shut up. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't. Pumpkin spice lattes are great. <laughs> I only drink one type of coffee. It is a caramel macchiato. That's literally it. Okay. Those are pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, I get the 20-ounce. It's supposed to be four shots. I get an extra shot, and uh, it helps me on the golf course. <laughs> All right. Well, the next time I go golfing, I definitely will use that order. You definitely should. A 20-ounce caramel macchiato with an extra shot. Um, Nicole Ragoni, appreciate the time. Enjoy the games this weekend. Um, stay safe and be smart out there. And uh, stay away from candles this week that have anything to do with Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, gone. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Perfect. Hey, have a great week. I look forward to talking to you next Wednesday. All righty. Have a good Wednesday, Jason. Bye. <laughs> that is Nicole Ragoni joining us on the Jason Walker Show. Uh, that's what she said, presented by Dinner's Done Right. And, uh, by the way, if you get a chance to stop in at Dinner's Done Right, uh, do, because uh, you'll want to – Get all of the info um, for what's coming up next month. You will want to grab great food in the freezer. And here's the cool thing. You don't have to just, you don't, you prep it. It's already prepped. All you have to do is cook it. And most of it, you don't even have to worry about doing a whole lot of dishes afterwards. Dinner's done right. Check them out, dinnersdoneright.com. Coming right back, wrap things up. That's what uh, she said uh, with Nicole will be on Wednesday next week. And uh, when we come back, we are going to wrap up with On This Day in History and some COVID-related news from the state of Montana. That is next. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. 
Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Jason Walker Show back, presented by Capital Collision Center. Taking a live look via EarthCam. That is Big Sky, Montana. Love it. Love the the uh, look. Anyway, not too long from now, we're going to see a whole bunch of snow up there. But uh, thanks to EarthCam. Capital Collision Center, your one-stop shop for getting things fixed on your vehicle if you have been in a wreck. Montana Law says it's your choice where you have your vehicle repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Customer service, relationships, it is a local family business that um, I have uh, fallen in extreme love with this family uh, over the last year uh, doing the Jason Walker Show. It is uh, it is awesome. The family is awesome, and uh, I highly recommend Capital Collision Center. If you have any issues, Capital Collision was one of the first in the uh, country to become manufacturer certified, which requires special training and equipment. It's very important to Capital Collision that your vehicle is properly repaired to manufacturer repair requirements to maintain the safety and reliability and the value of your vehicle. All right, let's uh, get our daily COVID update. Uh, 333 new cases, that is a record. Since yesterday, reported. Um, we have 165 total deaths, 128 currently in the hospital, 2,443 active, 8,634 have recovered, and uh, 689 actively in Yellowstone County, 164, Rosebud 107, in uh, Bighorn 205, in uh, Roosevelt 278 in the Flathead, which means. Um, Flathead Volleyball, we talked about it. Um, Flathead Volleyball is not playing. They're uh, for uh, coming down Saturday to take on 
uh, Glacier is to take on Capital and Helena High, uh, Flathead is not coming because uh, a couple of members of the volleyball team are under quarantine. Um, Big Fork Volleyball also quarantined for the next two weeks. Great Falls, Cascade County, 238 active cases. There are over 200 active cases in Missoula County, 118 in Gallatin County, 17 in Jefferson. There are 70 in Silverbow County. And an interesting point with some of that is it's absolutely, um, well, it's kind of crazy. I tweeted this out yesterday. Um shared it, but uh, where am I doing here? I'm on the wrong page. Hold on. Let me get to where I want to be. Okay, here we go. Uh, when you look at the colleges and the schools in Montana, nearly 500 cases in schools since the school year began. And 74 in elementary school. 37 middle school, 85 in the high schools, and 204 in universities. And you can go to uh, Jason or at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter to uh, check it out. But here's the thing: it's 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 crazy. Um, there's a lot of parties going on. There's over 40 cases at Missoula at the University of Montana because of a party people went to. I uh, heard from a source that a bunch of MSU Billings athletes are in quarantine currently after attending parties recently. Sports activities have been shut down for a couple of weeks as well. You look at Great Falls. Uh, huge numbers there. Um, Montana State, Western, Northern, Rocky, Carroll, all of you know, tech, a lot of big numbers in universities. And we're also at that two-week time frame after Labor Day where we were going to see more cases come about. A friend of mine, his dad, uh, is a teacher up in Great Falls. And the teacher was talking to a, a janitor last week. And the janitor broke down crying because he'd feel so bad if a kid got sick in the school. Think about that. These, it's just, it's nuts. But we were told that that Montana would be okay and the kids would be okay. Uh, the White House Coronavo- uh, Coronavirus Task Force placed Montana in the red zone for new cases with 101 cases per 100,000 population. So Montana's just about a million, so I can't do the math. That's what, uh, 11,000 cases approximately, which is where we're at. But our, uh, our leadership has done such a great job in the state of Montana. Active cases, 2,443. A lot more have been recovered, and that's good news. This is on... Now, the what, three records in the last seven days for new cases? So, there you go. Um, Montana now in the red zone. 
because of uh, the last week's increase. So good job, leaders in our state. Uh, so uh, we talked about Big Fork, Flathead. There's also Stevensville and Butte Central will not play Friday night. It is going to be called a no contest because the cancellations related to COVID-19. Uh, can, uh, Stevensville said they didn't feel safe traveling to Butte, even though Central got permission from the health department to play the game. But uh, Stevensville said concern for the health and safety of athletes and coaches, they will not be coming. Also, a uh, freshman game Monday next week has been uh, scrapped as well. What else is going on? Blackfeet Tribal Business Council today authorized a mandatory 14-day shutdown of its reservation, which begins Sunday at midnight. There are uh, currently 83 active cases on the reservation. And trying to protect the elders. And this is why they shut down roads in the reservation, into the reservation for a while, uh, earlier this summer as, as well. Uh, Tribal Chair Tim Davis said uh, on in Facebook video Monday, um, we're heading into flu season. This is a critical point in our time, paraphrasing, and it's not going to go away. Uh, there have already been stay-at-home orders, curfews, and... The tribes have done a very nice job in the state trying to control the population or the uh, COVID outbreaks on their um, reservations. St. Mary, Bab, also under quarantine last week. Um, Fort Peck enacted a household quarantine order last week as well. And um, any positive results were in a house would extend the quarantine time. Uh, Native Americans have been affected disproportionately. They make up 6.7% of the state's population, but Native Americans are accounting for 24% of the COVID-19 cases and 37% of the deaths. And the same report that came out from uh, the Department of Public Health and Human Services said that 10% of Native Americans with COVID required hospitalization uh, compared to 6% of the non-Native Americans. So, uh, man, Blackfeet Tribe is doing its, Blackfeet Nation trying to do its best to uh, control it and up there. Uh, that should affect Browning sports as well, and it will. All right, so there is uh, your uh, update. All right, let's get to On This Day in History. It is uh, September the 24th, National Cherries Jubilee Day. It's also National Punctuation Day. 1903, Bill Bradley became the first Cleveland baseball player to hit for the cycle, the Cleveland Naps. Five years later on this date, Robert Rhodes would become the first Cleveland Nap to toss a no-hitter. 1916, Indians pitcher Marty Cavanaugh hit the American League's first pinch-hit grand slam. 1919, Babe Ruth set a Major League Baseball season home run record at 28 in a 2-1 to loss. Uh, 1920, and then on 1920, he became the first to hit 50 in a season in a 2-1 to loss. 1922, Rogers Hornsby of the, the Cardinals sets the National League home run mark at 42. 1927, the Toronto St. Patrick's become the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
1930, Portsmouth beats Brooklyn in the first NFL game played under floodlights. 1934, 2,500 fans uh, turned out to see Babe Ruth's farewell Yankee appearance at Yankee Stadium. 1940, Jimmy Fox hit his 500th career home run. Uh, 1957, Brooklyn Dodgers played the last game at Ebbets Field. 1985, Montreal Expo Andre Dawson is the ninth to get six RBIs in an inning. He also joined Willie McCovey to hit as uh, the only guys to hit two home runs in an inning twice at the time. 1988, American heptathlete Jackie Joyner Kersey set a new world record, 7,291 points to win the gold at Seoul. Also in 1988, Canadian sprinter Bren Johnson breaks his own 100-meter world record with a time of 9.79 at Seoul. He was disqualified three days later for use of uh, drug use. Carl Lewis then was awarded the gold in the world record of 9.92. 1988, uh, East German cyclist Krista Luding-Rothenberger won the silver in the women's track sprint at the Seoul Olympics, becoming the first athlete to win medals in summer and winter games in the same year. She won the speed skating gold in Calgary. Happy birthday, 1921, Jim McKay, the great uh, announcer, uh, sportscaster did the wide world of sports on EBC for a long time. Remember the agony of defeat? 1936, uh, on this date, Jim uh, Henson was born, the creator of the Muppets. One death on this date in 1991, Dr. Seuss passed away, Theodore Geisel. Um, so there you go. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. I love I love Twitter. The walk-off is uh, brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. And you can uh, check them out. Helena Bozeman Billings. I love Cafe Zydeco. Go see Lou if you're in Helena. And order some fantastic food. I'm a fan of, I've given you my favorites, beignets, uh, shrimp etouffee, and catfish basket. But there's so many different great choices, okay? Uh, they are open tomorrow from 11 to 8, Saturday 9 to 3, so uh, plan your weekend around Cafe Zydeco. Uh, thanks to Paige Rasmussen for joining us, the Montana State College uh, goat tying champ of the Big Sky region a year ago. Um, also, Nicole Rigoni joining us. That's what she said. We'll do it next Wednesday with her. Tomorrow, we'll talk to Shelby Rasmussen. They'll be on the road to Glendive for the college rodeo this weekend. So we'll get a little dirt on Paige after she gave us some dirt on Shelby this week. Today. Fun stuff. If you miss anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. And <laughs> yeah, Stephen on the Twitter, man, you just stop trying to play the blame game. You can't blame one guy for what's going on in the state of Montana. Uh, somebody else, you blame who's leading the state of Montana. Nice try, though, Steve. We'll do it again tomorrow. I'll see you at 4, Jason Walker Show. Thanks to all of our great sponsors. Have yourself a terrific Thursday. Go to JasonWalkerShow.com. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.